0: Hi everyone, my name is Sue. I'm a full-time working woman in her late 40s and mom to two young energetic boys living on beautiful Vancouver Island. I wanted to take this opportunity to share my experience working with Rachel Varga. With aging skin and a busy lifestyle, I felt that I needed some serious guidance on how to tackle my skin issues and overall wellness. Since my early 20s, I've made my skin health, diet and exercise a top priority. But I eventually found that the skin and hair care products I was using and spending a lot of money on just weren't cutting it. I scheduled a one-on-one consultation with Rachel earlier this year in May and also attended the recent spring skin camp where I learned so much from the tutorials. During the one-on-one I instantly felt a warmth and openness and Rachel really took the time to listen and provide practical and personalized recommendations. She now has me dialed in with my products and supplements to support me from the inside and out. After only using the products for a couple of weeks, my skin and hair felt incredible and it helped me to not only restore my confidence, but I am now receiving compliments on my healthy glow. Rachel also provided some valuable biohacking tips for both me and my family. Over the months, Rachel always took the time to respond to any questions I had. I recently had a 30 minute follow-up point with Rachel and again, it was such a pleasure connecting with her. Her expertise in the field of skin aging and radiance is unparalleled and I trust her completely. Rachel has changed my life and she's inspired me to strive to be the best version of myself in every way. I can't recommend working with her enough.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to today's live recording on the Rachel Barker podcast. I'm your host and on the show here, we discuss all things body, mind, spirit, energy, optimization to bring forth a higher level of radiance and beauty. And in today's episode, we are going to connect with Arthur Menard, the CEO and founder of Lambs EMF protective clothing, which, of course, I'm rocking the Faraday shirt right now and love their products. And we're going to talk about how I've seen improvements in my sleep and my HRV metrics, as we got a lot of fellow biohackers in the audience here. So you are going to really enjoy today's episode. We're going to get into the science of EMF protective clothing, how it works, and all of that fun stuff. And be sure to purchase your lambs emf protective clothing today and use promo code varga to save and the link to order and learn more about lambs is in the description of this episode and thank you so much for joining here on the show be sure to subscribe like share this episode with a friend and many blessings Blessings to you and your loved ones. And if we haven't had the chance of meeting in person for or online for a one-on-one skin and and rejuvenation consultation, I would love to meet you and use promo code podcast fifteen for fifteen percent off of your one-on-one with me. And register now for Spring Skin Camp. We begin very soon. You can register at springskincamp.com and learn with me all the ways that we can get your skin on point for spring, what to focus on now to protect your skin and get your skin ready for a little bit more exposure and time in the sun. So let me tell you a little bit about today's guest. Arthur Menard is the founder and CEO of Lambs, the health enhancing tech apparel for over 15 years. Arthur has been obsessed with optimizing his health and wellness while monitoring what he has been putting inside his body. Arthur realized that what he was exposing his body to also had a big impact. Lambs was born to solve this problem and to inspire people just like you to live healthier lives. And I'll add a little bit more vibrancy and radiancy into the mix as well, because protecting ourselves from EMFs does absolutely lend to better blood flow to the periphery and better skin in. The sciences there is about 20 years of research on this stuff, so it's not all woo. Arthur holds a master's degree in engineering and biology, is a Forbes 30 under 30, and has been featured in publications such as Men's Health, GQ, The New Yorker, and much, much more. Welcome, Arthur. It's great to have you on the show. How are you today?
2: Thanks, Rachel. I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Good, good. It's... uh. It's a little bit warmer where you are. I'm more north of you, and you are based in California, correct?
2: That is correct. Figured that uh, once I moved down into the, to, to the thousand California part of the, the world, I figured that uh, I could not live anywhere else uh, where it's not that sunny uh, <laughs> every <laughs> all the time. So it's uh, yeah, it's amazing being here.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for making some wonderful clothing. About a month and a half ago, I was having a really hard time with fatigue. I just wasn't really feeling like myself. And I had this little niggle to try EMF protective clothing. So I've known for a long time that I'm electromagnetically hypersensitive. That's why I hop in the Land Rover and I go about three hours into the bush, four by four, in about one or two days a week to give myself a break from electromagnetic radiation. So I would love for you to share what is your background and how did you end up creating the EMF protective brand, LAMS?
2: Yeah, um, I mean... So my background, as you said, I've been very obsessed for a number of years with my health and wellness. And uh, I think this obsession stems from my uh, adult, my, my teenage years uh, where I started seeing family and friends of family developing the usual um modern diseases associated with the fact that we live longer which are uh, you know cancer cardiovascular disease and all of these and realized very young that uh well I was healthy and that it would be much easier to stay healthy and that the choices that I was making today would have a compounding effect on how likely I I would be to either stay healthy or start developing um some of these diseases in the future and especially um with regards to the fact that when you look at cancer for instance a lot of it is associated with your genetics um but the environmental effect and and your likelihood of developing cancer if you're pretty if you're predisposed can get much much lower if you're making the right choices uh and the longer you've been making those choices the better right um just like with everything, it's not one uh, conversation over, the, over your cell phone that is going to give you break, brain cancer, but long-term exposure um, will very likely drastically increase your risk if you're, um, if you're not being careful. And so I um, started during my teenage year to uh, really dive into this, always loved biology, Ended up um, ended up going to college to study engineering and biology. With a heavy focus on human health, um, and um, and started experimenting um, as early as my teenage years with uh, a lot of different things to figure out what would be working for me, what would not be working. Um, became uh, very into the quantified self movement um, uh, early on as well, so I've. Uh, I've been a very early adopters of everything, tracking all of my health metrics, um, and uh, and yeah, that's that's kind of the background and and what led to the creation of Lam. So this passion for uh, what can I do today that will compound into a healthier tomorrow, and my uh, my deep belief is that by living. As healthy of a lifestyle as I can. This is how I'm driving happiness for myself because I have the energy to enjoy the day. I have the, and I, I'm fortunate to be healthy as well. And every time I'm sick or enjoy myself, I realize how uh, how this um, how being healthy and feeling well is feels like a given when this is how you feel um and uh and whenever you're sick this is when you realize that money and everything else doesn't really matter as much as as this feeling of like well i'm feeling well and uh it's it's yeah uh so feeling very blessed to be in this world and to be able to make a difference as well with lamps
1: Wonderful. Well, you've certainly made a difference in my life, that's for sure, with uh, wearables. And I firmly believe that wearables are really the answer for EMF protection. It's really difficult to turn our homes into a Faraday cage. I know Dave Asprey kind of down the street, he's trying to do that with one of his new homes. But it's really difficult. And it's really difficult to clean up the dirty electromagnetics in the home. Not everybody wants to turn the router off at night. So wearing the wearables is really convenient because because you have it on you to protect you and all of that as you go through your daily life without looking like you know, you're a crazy person in a spacesuit trying to protect yourself from radiation. But I'm curious if you have any personal experience of maybe even being a bit electromagnetically hypersensitive yourself. A number of years ago, I saw on the WHO website that it was postulated. 10 years ago that about 15% of the population was considered electromagnetically hypersensitive. And that was, of course, before 5G and all of that. So I'm just curious if you have a personal story of how protection, personal protection has made you feel better.
2: Um, so I actually have um, a couple of family members that are uh, who are uh, electrosensitive. I'm not myself. Um, so I, I do feel a big difference between wearing lambs and not wearing lambs on my um general cognition like how um how i like the brain fog and potential migraines um but i'm not um i'm, I'm not unlike some people if i enter a room where there is wi-fi uh, wi-fi right close by etc i'm not um i'm not feeling it um but um i am seeing a big difference on my hrv on my sleep um, and generally on my general cognition, which is fairly hard to measure, granted. Uh, and honestly, it might also be a placebo on my end, but the uh, scientific um, studies are here supporting why this would be as well. So, And at the end of the day, I'll take a placebo as well. Uh, I <laughs> What I care about is the end result.
1: I'm a huge fan of testing instead of guessing. So the first night I slept in Lambs' clothing. So I had the beanie on, the Faraday shirt, the cheeky briefs. By the way, The bottoms that you have for the ladies and the gents are really nice fitting pieces. These, it kind of like lambs clothing feels like thermal wear to me. So being in the Pacific Northwest is awesome um, and you can easily layer it and things like that. Uh, But the biggest things I've noticed, hundred percent sleep. The first night I slept in lambs, I had a hundred percent sleep score on my eight sleep and then continued to have 98 to 99 percent sleep scores. And that was the first time I'd been able to do that. You now the the number one way that I go ahead.
2: Oh yeah, I was about to say this is probably one of our number one feedback from our customers, where they're really impressed about the effect lamps can have on their sleep, and they're always like, "How can it have such a such an impact?" And it's it's funny diving down, and I'm sure we'll, we will afterwards as to like why lamps can have this impact. Um, but this is one of the things that is absolutely uh, awesome is that. By having this effect on sleep, there is this cascade of of benefits that you're getting from it, because sleep is one of our essential processes uh, when it comes to our body recovering and our memory, uh, <clears throat> uh, memory creation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so from a, from body and mind support, just getting better sleep in general is the best thing we can do for ourselves. Um, So it's always something that we love hearing and seeing with our customers is how uh, big of a difference it can make on their sleep because we're like, well, that's great because it's going to make a big difference on all the rest as well, just, just based on that.
1: You got it. And full disclaimer, disclosure to everybody here, what we talk about is not medical advice, it's educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. And also to mention that I purchased these products myself and have done quite a bit of research in the space of electromagnetics. I'm actually writing an academic paper on this very topic. So the biggest change I've seen is sleep, HRV, fatigue, mood, cognition, and mental clarity. I am able to be a lot more focused, so it could very well be related to uh, the sleep optimization, but also maybe just during the day, I'm getting better blood flow to my tissues, organs and my brain and all that cool stuff. And I've definitely noticed changes with mood. So how does lambs clothing improve our heart rate variability and just expand for, we got a lot of biohackers in the community here, but maybe just give an overview of what HRV measures and how you think that Lam's is able to improve this metric.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Love to get into this and nerd out a little bit with you, Rachel. Um, So HRV heart rate variability, uh, what it is first? So HRV measures the average variability between your heartbeats. So when you have a heartbeat that, say, is at 60 BPM, actually your heart is not beating with a one second interval in between each beat. It might be a second between one of them and then 0.89 seconds, one three second, then 1.05 seconds, then one point oh five seconds, etc., etc. And this discrepancy between the time in between each um, each beat um, is called the heart rate variability. In general, um, a higher HRV means <clears throat> is associated with a better uh, body recovery. is is a good measure of your body stress and recovery. So the higher the HRV compared to your baseline, um, the better recovered you are, and the more, the less your body is under stress. So your HRV will tend to go down if you have just worked out and you haven't recovered from your workout yet. It's gonna go down if you're coming, if you're starting to be sick, um, it's gonna go down, um, in situations of high stress um and i'm talking about mental stress here um and um so why uh, so it's currently one of the most used method uh to measure this uh level of stress and recovery on on your body and a lot of pro athletes are actually using hrv especially uh people who are endurance athletes to um see how hard they can push on a workout on any given day because it gives them good indication of like okay we're Internally, where do I stand? So now, why um, a couple of things for people who will start. Uh, so how do you measure your HRV? Um, some people may ask. So uh, a number of devices do this today. Uh does this. Whoop does that as well. Eight Sleep uh, measures HRV. I believe your Apple Watch now will do this too. And probably Fitbit and Garmin. Uh, will give you access to this data. Um, not sure about the later, the, uh, the letters, uh, but uh, it's very easy today to measure and any uh, device that measures your heart rate, um, in theory could measure your heart rate variability as well. So um, why, um, so why, uh, what is HRV outside of like, the the physiological aspect and why it doesn't matter. Um, So the reason why a higher HRV is considered to be a sign of better recovery is because HRV is a way to measure your autonomous nervous system balance. And um, the autonomous nervous system is essentially the system that governs all of the subconscious processes of our body that we're not actively controlling with our mind and um so this is we're talking about blood flow we're talking about um we're talking about salivation we're talking about um uh, pupil dilatation uh, dilatation um uh, bowel movements etc etc so um it's generally, and I'm going to simplify it a little bit, but your autonomous nervous system is comprised of three main branches. And out of those three, um, two are very important. Your parasympathetic nervous system uh, or parasympathetic nervous response and your sympathetic nervous system or response. Um, the way they're more commonly known by most people is uh, rest and digest for parasympathetic nervous system and fight and fl- fight or flight for uh, sympathetic nervous response so fight and flight is the reaction uh, is when this autonomous nervous is how this autonomous nervous system is going to react when it's under a situation of stress where which would be typically you fighting or fleeing from something back in our hunter-gatherers days um, and that means that the blood flow is prioritized to go towards muscles uh and towards the brain um that your digestion your skin uh, a number of other processes that are um considered accessory to your survival right now are not are being uh dismissed or are not being prioritized compared to um well how do I run faster uh, how do I see better and how do I escape from this situation or deal with this situation On the opposite side of the spectrum, rest and digest would be the opposite, which is I am not in a situation of high stress and my body can perform all of the processes that it needs to perform. So uh, more salivation, more digestion, better blood flow towards the the skin and essentially all your maintenance processes. It's not bad to be in a fight or flight um, um, mode, per se, if you're training or uh, a few times a day or a week, Uh, but generally our bodies are made to be in a rest and digest state uh, most of the time, um, and to be in a fight or flight state a very limited amount of time. And because of our modern lifestyles of, one, living a stressful life, life, be putting a lot of stress on our body from what we're eating, from what, how, uh, from our lifestyle generally of having, well, less sleep, of uh, having more stress, of eating poor food and of being exposed to a lot of environmental stressors, be it toxins, um, EMF, um, a lot of exposure to UV UV rays, et cetera, et cetera. All of this can increase our oxidative stress and generally the, the amount of stress our body is under. And this will push us towards a uh, generally more of a rest and digest response, uh, sorry, fight or flight response over a race and digest response. The higher our HRV, um, the more balanced our system is and the more in a race and digest state we are, meaning that our body is better recovering and is better doing all of its maintenance processes. So um, how is LAMS able to improve that? As we just said, uh, wireless radiation and UV rays, which are the two things that lamps block at 99.9%, um, are documented uh, by thousands of studies to increase free radicals and oxidative stress. And this oxidative stress is one of the uh, internal stressors that will trigger this fight or flight mechanism for with your body saying, well, something is wrong inside of me, just like with a disease or a virus or bacteria is like I need to fix it. And therefore I, the, the attention, the attention of the body is going to be focused on fixing the issue that is currently internal over doing um, its maintenance processes and, and recovering properly um, as it should. So that's, there is a lot of vulgarization in there. Like I've kind of butchered <laughs> everything to make it more palatable, but this should uh, give a, a good overview of, of what's HRV, why does it matter, and um, and what's happening inside of your body when you have a higher HRV, which is your body is in a recent digest state or is favorizing this.
1: Yeah, I'll add to that that some of the research that I've come across in writing a paper on how we can mitigate electromagnetics. Is actually a study on, on ovaries and blood flow to the ovaries. So when we're talking about other health benefits with wearing products like lamb's clothing, I, I definitely would say that you know better blood flow to the ovaries, better blood flow to the liver will have a downstream effect on better hormonal regulation. And some of the other research that I've come across in the paper I'm writing, is that electromagnetics dysregulates our autonomic nervous system. So that's why it's really important to protect yourself um, from wireless radiation all sorts of stuff. But there's also the blood flow component. So when our blood is less sticky, it's behaving, the red blood cells are, are, you know, moving through the bloodstream properly, we're able to carry nutrients and oxygen to the tissues. So the so the skin You will have brighter, better, more more radiant skin when you are more EMF protective. So not all of us can do one or two days a week off grid. We live in cities. We live in a lot of smart cities right now, as well. So this is, um, in my opinion, in my personal opinion, I think that EMFs are the biggest health threat of our time, and. When we're looking at slowing aging, it's never going to be just one thing. It's going to be a cumulative effect of a number of things. So EMF protective clothing is really one of those things. And no, you're not going to get EMF protection by like putting a sticker on your laptop or your cell phone. (laughs) You really, in in my experience, because I have tested your clothing with my EMF reader here, you really have to actually kind of like cocoon yourself to protect your your. From from the skin. So I'm really curious, uh, Arthur, what are lambs' clothing made of? You said it blocks about 99% of UV radiation and electromagnetic radiation. What is the clothing made of?
2: <clears throat> so I'm going to go back to the backstory of the origins of lambs, actually, when we decided to tackle this problem of. Um, exposure to external stressors, uh, we were looking at two things in particular that we believed our clothing could solve, which was um, electromagnetic radiation and, and UV rays. And uh, well, first, actually, we, we tried to figure out, like, how can we block wireless radiation? Because the, no protection was existing on the market when we got started. Or well, no real protection, I'll say this. There were, like, a, a few products on the market that we bought, tested, didn't work. You talked about phone stickers. Uh, it's a great example of products that don't work for good reasons. There is no science behind how it would work. So whenever you see something that uses quantum and en- um, quantum energy to use, the, the, yeah. Um, this is not anyways. Um, so uh, we, Well, uh, I, would,
1: I would like to add something there that there's a difference between blocking EMFs. And there's also a difference between um, creating a more coherent field in different areas. Like I live on a fault line. So do you there's that too. So I'm really, I'm I'm I know what you're saying. And I love that you're kind of bringing this out because there's a lot of gimmicks in this space.
2: There is. And it's um, it that was actually a real problem when we got started is um, there was really no way of knowing if a product was effective or not and so we built our entire brand on uh transparency and the science behind lens so when you go on our website you can see one all the science behind the health improvement or that you may experience again uh not medical advice here um, but you'll be able to nerd out on the scientific studies and, and the scientific basis on which lamps was built, but also learn more about the technology and um, the lab tests that we've done, et cetera, et cetera. So going back into the origin story, what we figured out is um, that the best way and, and kind of only way really to block wireless radiation would be to shield them from reaching our body directly. So as you said before, shielding a home is definitely doable, uh, but it's very expensive. Number one, uh, and number two, it only solves the problem when you're inside of your home, unless you're living, um, unless you're living away from most civilization. But if you're in a city, which is my case typically, uh, you're going to be experiencing. Uh, not just the effect of your Wi-Fi and your cell phone, et cetera, but you're going to have cell phone towers. You're going to have your neighbor's Wi-Fi. You're going to have all the other Wi-Fis.
1: Speaking uh, of living in a city, do you mind closing that door behind you? Uh,
2: yeah. No give, <laughs> me, just, give me just a second. <laughs> we're just
1: getting a little bit of background noise there. Um, And this is, you know, real life, we don't edit anything on the show here. These are all raw and unedited conversations. And why I think that mitigating EMF and wearing clothing, it's, it's just, it's more convenient to wear clothing than it is to you know, ring up your electrician and redo all the electrical circuitry in your home. It's just, it's not really possible to do that. And yes, I will definitely lend to what you just said, Arthur, that it's important that we shield and we kind of like actually shroud and cocoon our bodies because I've tested it with my EMF reader, putting it kind of like half under the shirt. And there's still, um, what I find EMF is like a soup. It's almost like a fog. Um, it's not always directional with the type of uh, radiation we're exposed to, and I have tested with my EMF reader and put it under the lamb's clothing, and it does definitely bring it down a couple of notches, which is yeah.
2: good. Yeah, and and it's uh, your EMF reader here is on an exponential as well. Um, so when you see it go down a couple of notches, it's actually usually like a hundred X at least. Um, so <clears throat> uh, so yeah, um, living in a city and with um, devices that we have either we're trying to create an environment which is emf free um meaning no cell phones no wi-fi um and shielding your entire home for most people this is not really realistic and this only will would really last when you're inside of your home um the easiest way really would be just to prevent those emfs from reaching the body that also allows to fully use technology so i'm doing this interview on wi-fi right now i've got a cell phone next to me and um i'm definitely not advocating for going back to you know old times where we didn't have technology i think there are like amazing use of technologies and my aura connects with bluetooth when etc etc like um so it's it's gonna the flip side uh, and it's a double-edged sword but um what we're trying to do is is gonna have our KK need it and uh, keep using technology without experiencing the downsides that they can have. So, we figured out that um, s- spacesuits actually were blocking wireless radiation, and so we started looking into the technology that they were using. It's a very simple physical concept, which is called the um, the, a Faraday cage. The more technical term would be electromagnetic shielding, but everyone knows what a Faraday cage is. You have one in your microwave as well. Um, And when you're looking at the inside of your microwave, uh, you'll see that there is this grid. It's usually aluminum in the door of your microwave um, and with little holes. And um, this grid is um, actually in every part of the microwave. And this is what allows to keep the radiation inside of the microwave when you're cooking something. Um, We're using a similar, the same physical principle of electromagnetic shielding by having silver fibers um, that are weaved into the product, uh, into the fabric of each of our products, and that are put at 360 degrees in the product, meaning we have this um special proprietary silver mesh that we've created in our fabric uh, everywhere in our product so that it surrounds as much of the body as possible. This uh silver mesh um so the the, the fabric that we that, that we created is called Wave Stopper and the way wave stopper works is by having this special mesh of silver fibers that is weaved in a very peculiar way we're able to create very uh a very fine grid of conductive materials, silver is conductive, which prevents wireless radiation from penetrating them. Um, The way way electromagnetic shielding works, if I had to explain it in more layman's term, is, um, well, first the the technical aspect of it is that um, electromagnetic shielding is using the principle that a a wireless radiation cannot penetrate a mesh of conductive fibers if the size of the holes of the mesh is smaller than the wavelength of the radiation. Um, And the easier way to picture this is if you have a fence, you will not be able to go through the fence if the size of the holes of the fence is smaller than your head. Um, if it's a lot bigger, you'd be able to go through. Uh, and the second aspect of this is obviously if the fence is on like three is three feet wide. Uh, that's not really going to help. But if the fence is um, three miles long, um, this is a different story. And it's going to be a lot more effective at preventing you from entering whichever area uh, is there. And so a similar principle here is you need enough surface to cover um, for. Uh, with this um, special fabric of ours. So we couldn't put it just like in front of the heart or just in front of your genitals or, um, and that would usually, we we need enough surface for this uh, shielding effect to to happen. Um, But it's, uh, so it's silver. Uh, We get a lot of questions as to like, why silver and not like another conductive material like copper or um, uh, copper, uh, what else are we getting? Um, steel, etc. cetera. Um, and the, the main reason is uh, there are a few reasons. Silver is very, very soft. Um, so we're able to have a garment that is very comfortable and a fabric that is uh, enjoyable to wear, uh, which was the number one goal is to make our products as comfortable and fitting as nicely as possible so that getting lambs is actually an upgrade from most clothing you would have instead of, you know, having to trade looking good and feeling good with, with like okay <laughs> I'll, be, I'll wear a piece of armor but uh, at least it's protecting me so we're uh, again trying to combine the best of both worlds. um silver is naturally antimicrobial um so it also is uh fighting otters uh and helping your skin um be a little healthier and um And finally, um, there is no allergic reaction to silver, Uh, so no one in the world is documented to be allergic to silver, whereas copper, steel, etc can have some uh, allergic reactions. If you ever buy a piece of jewelry, which is supposed to be pure silver and you get an allergic reaction to it, uh, you can go back to your jewelry store (laughs) because it's not pure silver um and uh and finally it doesn't rust so all of these were uh, the reasons why we decided on silver um obviously that's uh makes it a very complicated material to work with etc but um we're very happy after so we had to go through literally hundreds of prototypes to get to the level of of softness and uh, elasticity, et cetera, that we have with the current fabric. Uh, But we're very happy with the end result.
1: Yeah, I love what you mentioned about um, actually the silver itself being antimicrobial, antibacterial. People that eat colloidal silver or consume it, they end up going kind of like blue, like sort of like Smurfy. But I do actually postulate that having more silver actually contacting your skin on your arms, your abdomen and your legs should in in effect, reduce oxidative stress on the tissue itself. So this is actually something that I would love to put forward to you that not only are we creating a, a better autonomic nervous system, circulatory environment, better blood flow to our skin and our organs for all sorts of various reasons, Reasons, but also topically on the skin for reducing oxidative stress because pollution, dirt debris from the air, when it sits on the skin, studies show that it actually creates oxidative stress. And that actually leads to accelerated aging, loss of collagen, elastin, hyperpigmentation, and all sorts of things. And you mentioned something really interesting. We see this a lot with biohacking technologies. They usually end up having a more commercial um, component or discovery, and then it makes it way into the consumer market. So on the show here, I've been joking that, you know, the the Star Trek or astronauts would for sure be wearing this stuff. And now it's available to us. And I think it's really important to start to understand how we can protect ourselves from radiation, because pretty much no radiation is good for us. It leads to cellular apoptosis, oxidative stress, accelerated aging, Y'all know this because I've been preaching it from the mount- the mountaintops for the last four audio-only episodes. Cause I can't really share too much of the stuff on YouTube, which is which is a shame. So the in-depth stuff is always on the audio-only um, content on the show. Do you have any closing words, Arthur?
2: Um. Well, yeah. Actually, um, I would say like we've talked about because uh, we've talked about. Uh, Uh, the negative effect of wireless radiation. We've talked a lot about blocking them. Uh, One thing we haven't mentioned, by the way, is is, uh, uh, where the lamp's clothing is not only uh, protecting from wireless radiation, but also from UV rays. Um, The traditional t-shirt that you would have is usually rated UPF um, UPF, um, uh, 5, which means that they block about 80% of UV rays, uh, leaving you with 20% of these UV actually reaching your skin and increasing the state of stress and having all the damaging effect that we know um, overexposure to UV can have. Um, and so it was very important for us to be uh, UPF 50 plus. So we actually blocked 99.9% of UVAs and UVB with our clothing, um, which allows you to be in the sun with more parts of your skin protected. But uh, now, having said that, I think um, at least what I personally live by when it comes to my health uh, is not forgetting the wellness component of it, um, meaning that a lot of what we're doing and trying to achieve is is obviously getting better health, which leads to better wellness, but that uh, personally, I think it's important to not forget about living as well. And um, what this means is uh, it's it's important to try and filter your water and reduce your exposure to AMF and reduce your exposure to UV pollution, etc. Um, it's also important not to start stressing too much about it and being obsessed with it. And just like with everything, it's a balance of making the right choices and making as many of those right choices as we can. Um, so if we're if you're wearing lamps, but eating McDonald's every day, it's probably not gonna you, it's it's probably not the, the right mix either um if you're gonna be eating magnols every day no matter what then you're better off still wearing lambs um, but generally speaking it's the combination of the choices you're gonna make and not the one-off that you're gonna make someday of like well I've eaten a salad once in this week so I'm probably fine um or oh shoot I just made a phone call with my phone against my ear and not wearing any, uh, any lamps, uh, that's also <laughs> probably not going to kill you. So um, why, the reason why we created lamps is because we're very excited about creating a set it and forget it type of solution where we're just my clothing in, in, in my wardrobe right now is just lamps. So I get up in the morning and putting on some lamps. I don't have to think about it. And I actually never think about the wireless radiation or even UV aspect of my life today because i've got this taken care of um so despite running an emf brand like i am i'm actually like hardly ever thinking about emf in my personal life because that's it like I've, I've created this change and and it's taken care of same for my water i've got my water filter i never think about the water pollution um so i'm big big fan of this and of also yeah remembering to live and not be too stressed and enjoy my life it might be short so uh, who knows? We better enjoy it.
1: Yes, I love your outlook. And if you are kind of one of those personalities that tends to go really deep down the rabbit hole, just like pull yourself back out. Allow individuals like Arthur and myself to do some of that research for you and then come back and report back on the research and how you can safely integrate protecting yourself without going down the tinfoil hat rabbit hole.
2: 100%. Uh, shout out to...
1: <laughs> One of my clients yesterday on a one-on-one call, Pamela, she actually lives in altitude and she'll actually go like 12,000 feet into the mountains. And she says that when she's outside for like 10 minutes hiking and trying to enjoy her life in the great outdoors where she lives, she gets burned really easily. So I know she'll be listening to this episode. So if you do live in altitude, you are going to be doing some hiking outside. I think that's fantastic. 99.9% blockage of UVA and UVB is pretty amazing so thank you so much for sharing that as well and the differentiating factors between lambs and um, the blockage there with not only EMFs but also the UVA UVB And yeah, definitely invest in a brand like Lambs. There's a lot of gimmicks out there that are at a lower price point, but they aren't going to be delivering the measurable and testable results. So thank you so much, Arthur, for joining us here on the show. I can't wait to have you back on to talk about some of the uh, new products that you're going to be making in the future and all of that. So I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And thank you everyone for joining us here on the Rachel Varga podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, share this episode. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, send me a direct email, info at rachelvarga.ca. Use promo code podcast15 to save on your next one-on-one session with me and join the fun in my next skin camp. And you can also get direct access to purchasing lambs and use promo code Varga and save. And you can find all of my favorite biohacking tools over at rachelvarga.ca forward slash favorites. Have an awesome day, Arthur, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Rachel, and thanks so much for uh everyone to cheer who tuned in.